I can see what's happening. What? And they don't have a clue. Who? They'll fall in love, and here's the bottom line. Our trio's down to two. Oh. The sweet caress of twilight. There's magic everywhere. And with all this romantic atmosphere... Coming to you live from the, the square team. Yeah, 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 yeah. We back. Welcome to another episode of the Square Table where we give advice and answer the hard questions about life. I'm your boy Darren Deshay, and I'm joined here by my boy D Mo. Fred, do you know how many episodes we have where we haven't actually said that? <laughs> Quite a few. Quite a few. <laughs> say, was... say what's up. Say what's up to the people, bro. Bro, this is a sad day. I think, I think, I think today my AK is gonna have to be uh Timon. I don't want to be Pumbaa, dog. I don't want to be Pumbaa. But I mean, it's a sad, sad day. It's just me and you. <laughs> oh man, it is, bro. Uh, for 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 those of y'all who are catching up, our boy Jay Lee um, has taken the long the long trip across the pond. Uh, he's, he's going he's going to be uh, absent from the show for for. For a while, he's taking an extended leave of absence. Do um, we still have so, to pay him? Uh, nah, this don't work on salary, dog. <laughs> <laughs> it don't work on salary. You got to come to work to earn a check. Oh, that's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. You know what though? It, that'll work. That'll work. That'll work. So, so that's more money for me and you, though. Yeah, if we ever start getting paid, you know. <laughs> uh, so what, what did we talk about last week man i kind of forgot uh we talked last so last week we had the uh you know on josh's last episode <sighs> tear don't say last episode the, well it was his, it was his last josh's most wow. recent episode let's come on man <laughs> we talked about matriarchy uh and patriarchy bro um and you know, talked about who's who's really in charge, right? We talked about the difference between uh, matriarchal societies and patriarchal societies. Um, got into to the weeds of things. It was a, it was a decent conversation, um, honestly. I didn't I didn't get too much feedback from anybody. I don't know. What, what did you? Did you get any any feedback from any listeners on the? On the... Yeah, I mean, a lot of people said it was a good conversation, um, but they were kind of upset that we didn't bring in the fact that. Um, patriarchal societies are usually um, heavily misogynistic. We didn't, we not oh. the entire episode did we mention that at all. We we didn't, we didn't. But no, I felt like I just I said that in the sense of you know, America itself is a misogynistic ass country. <laughs> right, right, right. So um, I guess from that standpoint, we probably could have done a little bit better. Um, and then there's definitely. Um, I guess when we get into the weeds, there's more nuances to the society. So I know Josh mentioned a couple of them, but there's like more in-depth nuances to that society that we kind of left out. So um, that's cool. I mean, it was pretty good. Pretty good. I liked it. I liked it. You liked it. So we're going to keep doing it. No? That's what's up, man. No. Yeah, I, I did. I enjoyed the conversation. You know what I mean? As long, like, honestly, as long as y'all, y'all, you know, the Square Table family, our listeners are are enjoying the conversations uh that we have we are having the discussions and discourse and we're gonna keep we're gonna keep bringing it to y'all right exactly 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 and i i think that um i don't know it might just be me but i think that the episodes where we talk about um very deep or thought-provoking topics um i tend to enjoy more than the ones that we just you know are ratchet as fuck but we can be (laughs) we can have thought-provoking and be ratchet i think that we could do both Cause we're just, you know, trying to make it work. For real, for real. But um, so it's the first Monday of the month. It's that time. It's that time. And uh, I've got a little bit of motivation, right? <laughs> uh, motivation Monday. This this motivation Monday was really got. So I started thinking about this uh, on Friday. I had a professional development at work, right? And uh, the the professional development was building a team right we were building a team so in an effort to build a team we had to share something um 
from our experience, right? Something that we were really proud of and something that we weren't too proud of, right? Uh, and that made me think about where I've been and where I, where I am now. Uh, approximately two, two years ago, it was, it was about two, no, oh, yeah, two years ago. No, a year, about a year ago. I was in a really dark, deep, depressed place, right? Like I was having some really, some, some really bad days. And, you know, you know, just being, you know, going through like relationship issues. Nah, for real. Like, going through some relationship issues, right? Okay, uh, I was, I was in a, <laughs> I was in a job that I didn't really get satisfaction from, right? And now I look at where I'm at today, uh, and I'm, I'm completely satisfied in what I'm doing. I'm enjoying my job. Uh, I don't have no relationship issues, really, kind of, sort of. Uh, I'm just a happy, I'm a happy person. I am a more happy person today than I was this time a year ago, right? And it just makes me think that in order, you know, to enjoy the best days of your life, first, sometimes you have to go through bad days, right? You got to go through bad times because um, it, it helps you to really appreciate um, when you have those good days. So my, my motivation, right, uh, Monday is for those of you who are going through bad times right now, right? You're going through bad times right now. You feel like there's no, there's no light at the end of the tunnel um you just feel like like this is it right this is this everything's bad is happening to you so my what i'm saying to you is that in order for you to get to that light you have to first go through that darkness right you gotta you gotta experience some bad days uh to get to those good days um and that's just that's just a part of growth and a part of uh growing um and i i, I promise you that you might not be able to see the light now but there is a light at the end of the tunnel and eventually you will be out of that tunnel and you'll look back on those dark days and just be like, damn, man, I, look where I'm at right now. You know what I'm saying? So that's my motivation Monday, you know, just take it, take, take it for what it's worth. You know, hopefully I was able to touch somebody out there. Let, let somebody know. You know I mean, your, your, your time to shine is coming. I promise you it is coming. Just, just keep sticking, sticking to it. Uh, just see whatever you're going through, uh, whatever you're doing right now, just see it through. Like, I thank you for your testimony, Brother Shay Shay. Uh, let, the, let the church say amen. Church say amen. <laughs> amen, amen. <laughs> Brother Shay Shay, he came out here and, and gave a little word for the people. Amen, Bruh. amen, amen. Like, nah, like I, I, that's man. It was on my, it was on my heart, so I had to share it. Was you it? Know what was, it, was, it, it was. was it on your heart? It, it was. It was on my heart, brother man. Well, but um, in the interest of keeping the square table short again, <laughs> we can move right along to the next thing. My, nigga. you know, a lot of things have happened this week. Um, yeah, a lot. A like, lot. it's crazy because like, as I go through the week, um, and we, I talk about things with different people, it hits me that like every week things are just lit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like. I remember last week we were dodging nuclear missiles <laughs> and hurricanes, and, and, and this week, you know what I'm saying? All sports have just shut down. Everything is just gone, gone, Shay Shay. But in, including we, Puerto Rico, yeah. Before Puerto we Rico's even gone. get into that, Puerto Rico gone, just gone as a whole. You know what it made me think about it? Um, and I told you I had questions. So, but I didn't want to ask this because I thought it'd be real ignorant, but I'm going to ask it anyway because I'm feeling good about myself. If you had a cruise set, like, now, like, in this time for maybe a month for the next couple of months, where is it going to go? Like, the Bahamas is done, ain't it? I don't know, man. Uh, you can go to the Gulf of Mexico. You know what I'm saying? Panama, gone. Puerto Rico, the gone. Cuba. Cuba's still there. You can go to Cuba. Is Cuba still legit? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, that's not bad. I know Key West. Cuba. They they got a beating, didn't they? Yeah, they they they, they got their ass whooped too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where are you? Yep. Especially if I had so say you had a cruise to Puerto Rico set. Like you were supposed to go next weekend. Do you get a refund? Yeah. I can't I don't <laughs> think they would. Because I mean realistically you'd probably be in Puerto Rico maybe a day, two days. So I think the cruise would still go. It's it I mean it it Yeah. Would you still go though? 
I mean, if I pay for it, so I guess I will go too. You might, you might as well. You put your money down for it. I mean, you just can't go on. You can look at Puerto Rico from the water. You mm-hmm. just can't. But you, you see, can't step foot on land. But you see the stuff that's been going on in Puerto Rico. They, they, they estimate that they won't have power for upwards of six months to a year, right? That's what they're yeah, saying. Yeah, man. Yeah, they're, then, they're, they're. They had all those people sitting in the airport trying to get out of there, sitting in line, right? Mm-hmm. And then I, I read an article that there was. Uh, uh, a, a carrier, like a ship, that was docked there for a week uh, with a bunch of supplies, and nobody knew it was there. Oh, that's crazy. So, and I know they have, they have a gas a gas shortage as well, a gasoline mm-hmm. shortage mm-hmm. Um, on the island as well. So it's complete chaos right now. So tell me, tell me what our president is doing about it, man. Tell me, because you know I had, to, I had to unplug from forty five. So tell me what forty five is doing. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no, he's it. definitely. No, he's on top of it, bro. He's definitely on top of it. Um, yesterday, I think he golfed 19 holes. Okay, all at right. His, at his resort all right. in Jersey. Yeah. Right? He probably, is it 19 or 18? 18. 18. 18 holes. Yep. 18 holes, right? Mm-hmm. I used to play golf once upon a time. No, you didn't. But yeah, he, he golfed 18 <laughs> holes, 18 holes yesterday. Yeah. He probably golfed another 18 a day. But like, he's on top of it. Okay. I swear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, America's response to Puerto Rico uh, has been phenomenal, phenomenal. because Port- you got to remember, Puerto Rico uh, is surrounded by water. It's big, uh, very, it's like very big ocean. Big, like it's surrounded by a big ocean. Very, a very, very, very. It's in the middle of the ocean. Yep. Big ocean with big water mm-hmm. everywhere. That's, so it. That's not a lie. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I honestly think I, I think that Donald Trump forgot that Puerto Rico was an American territory. Bruh! I said that. The dead ass, I said that. He didn't know that Puerto Rico was a territory until, like, yesterday. And, uh, he did not know that Puerto Rico was a territory of the United States. He, he did know. not. He thought he thought Puerto Rico was attached to Mexico. He had to have. He had to have. Which is, which is why he didn't give any fucks about what was going on in Puerto Rico. Right. He forgot that they were American citizens. I tried to find a tweet where he was talking about how uh, terrible... I'm going to look for it, man. He was talking about how terrible the infrastructure in, in Puerto Rico is. And it's just... Yeah, and all the debt that Puerto country. Rico is in. <laughs> and I'm like... He said they owe nigga, us money. He said they owe us money. That's nigga, why. that's our debt. For that's us. our... <laughs> what, what are you talking about? He had no idea. He had no idea. No idea. And then... But that's reflect. It, it reflects the American people because a lot of them don't know. Bruh. I'm just saying. And then, like, for him to come out and say that the uh, the mayor of Puerto Rico, mm-hmm. um, Mayor Carmen Cruz, is doing a, a, a bad job of managing the disaster and the recovery. Uh, bruh, have you seen the images of her treading through knee-deep water with a bullhorn, like, finding people uh-huh. on boats? But my man, my man, Donald Trump, is up in Jersey golfing, and he's telling her that she's doing a bad job of the response. Um, I was looking at a... Uh, I was looking at, I can't remember, I think it was an article yesterday where they were comparing the response time um, to the disaster in Haiti and the, the resources that were given to the disaster, to the, the hurricane uh, that hit Haiti. Was, I think it was a hurricane, mm-hmm. right? F- five days response time to that, nine days response time to Puerto Rico. Mind you, Haiti is not a territory of the United States. Puerto Rico is. Haiti doesn't have American citizens. Puerto Rico does, right? Um... And, and looking at looking at that, and I've also seen comparisons made to, you know, Katrina, and yep. Puerto Rico, yep. right? And I think about that, and it's like, hmm, I wonder why. Yep. Maybe it's because everybody on the island, or the majority of the people there, have melanin in their skin. Facts. Right. But you know, it's, I don't. I don't want to. I try to give. No, you. The you don't. You don't want. No. No. I. I'm, I'm I think tired of giving people the benefit. Think, it's, I think he honestly Bro, just didn't know that it was a, a U.S. territory. I think that's why no, his response was slow. It's blatantly obvious, right? And what was this tweet about? Uh, you just want people to do things for you, right? Oh what? man, he said, <laughs> "What the fuck?" He said, "Such poor leadership ability by the mayor of San Juan and others in Puerto Rico, who are not able to get their workers to help. They want every everything to be done for them when it should be a community effort." 10,000 federal workers now on the island doing a fantastic job. Basically saying that, you know, we had to save them. They couldn't do it themselves. They want us to do it for them. But, like, 
No one said that when we went to Houston, or no one said that when we went or, to Florida. When we went to Florida, yeah. right? Ah, uh, it. So I'm gonna be honest. That that when he said that, what it reminded me of is, uh, you know, conservatives talking about people on welfare, right? Wanting handouts, kind of sort of like that. Rem- that was I was I was reminded of that, and you know, um, the a lot of people often think that most of the people on welfare are African Americans. Right, mm-hmm. so when it when I when you that dog whistle politics, right? It's like white people saying that black people just want handouts, right? Yeah. I kind of got that same sense from when Donald Trump was talking about uh, Puerto Rico. It's like y'all just want us to just come and help. Y'all don't want to do nothing for yourself. Like it, I, I got a white man telling brown people that y'all just y'all don't want to do anything for yourself. Y'all don't want to work for yourself or help yourself. Y'all just want us to come and help you, right? And just give you handouts essentially. Like that's what came and popped up in my mind. So. That's why I say that I think that his the response from this administration is largely or lack of response from this administration is largely due to the fact that the majority of the people on that island have brown skin. And I, I'm there's nothing you could say to make me think otherwise, honestly. That's true. That's I mean I, I could see how you could draw that correlation because he doesn't. That's just the way that my man rolls. My man, I don't want to say that, but <laughs> <laughs> that's the way that this man rolls. And you know, I'm not the I'm not the only person that thinks that either, because I, I saw uh, my man, and I'm I'm a, we gonna play this play this clip right quick. My man Bernie Sanders said, "See in America." Now the White House denies it, but there are a lot of critics who say that race or ethnicity might be playing a factor here. What do you think? Well. Look, given the president's history on race, uh, given the fact that he a few months ago told us that there were good people on both sides when neo-Nazis were marching in Charlottesville, yeah, I think we have a right to be suspect that he is treating the people of Puerto Rico in a different way than he has treated the people of Texas uh, or Florida. Bernie Sanders himself said just knowing who this person is and the things that he said, you can't you can't argue that it it doesn't have anything to do uh, with race, right? Yeah, it's just it's it's bro, it's sad. This is the <laughs> this Why is the person. Why did we vote for Bernie, fam? Why did that not happen? I I don't know, man. I did both vote for Bernie originally, but <sighs> in the primary, unfortunately. I found the tweet. Which one you got? Which one you got? I found the tweet, my man. Texas and Florida are doing great, but Puerto Rico, which is already su- which was already suffering from broke infrastructure and massive debt, is in deep trouble. <laughs> yeah, those are your countries too. I mean, that's your that's your territory too, my man. That's that's you. <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. He don't he he didn't he didn't know. He thought they were. He thought Puerto Rico belonged to Mexico. That's what he thought. Make America so. great again. So. It's funny that we we talk about how Trump has been tweeting or you know making comments about Puerto Rico, but um, it didn't start there. His, no, his mind was somewhere else uh, before he even realized that Puerto Rico was a thing. So what what what, what was our man saying before that? He was oh before before Trump even realized that Puerto Rico was a U.S. territory, right? He was more concerned with NFL players kneeling during the national anthem. Uh, and we'll and pl- play, the, play the clip right quick. Wouldn't you love to see one of these NFL owners when somebody disrespects our flag? To say, get that son of a bitch off the field right now. Out. He's fired. American citizens. <laughs> Sons of bitches. Amen. That... That's what we got right now. Sons of bitches because they are protesting against injustices and police brutality and um, trying to bring light to uh, advocate for police reform. Right? This is this is the president of the United States calling for individuals to lose their job, to be fired. Yep. Right? What yep. what what the fuck? What well, the went- Fuck. He actually went uh, further than that. Because um, he, he said that 
And I guess people started telling him, you know, it's unconstitutional to tell people that they can't protest in a way that they want to protest. So my man said the NFL has all sorts of rules and regulations. The only way out of them is to set a rule that you can't kneel during our national anthem. You know, so I, like I, and I, I have a very, uh, I have a very interesting perspective on this, right? Okay. Um, and what I like being a veteran, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody who uh, who's taken an oath to defend, you know, the Constitution uh, against all enemies, foreign and domestic, right? Mm-hmm. People have made the argument, and they've they've tried to change the narrative uh, that this is about disrespecting the flag and disrespecting the military, right? As someone who has served and as someone who has taken uh, an oath to support and defend the Constitution, right? Mm-hmm. I have no issue with people exercising their First Amendment right and protest. Because in the Constitution, it says that you have freedom of speech uh, and the freedom to, to speak out and protest against the government, right? Mm-hmm. I defended the Constitution, not the flag. Mm-hmm. Not the president, the Constitution, right? So, I, as a mi- military member or a, a veteran, I'm not offended by the fact that people want to kneel during the national anthem, or people want to kneel uh, or, or 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 sit during the national anthem. It's it does not offend me as somebody in the military. Members of the military did not die for the flag, right? Th- those who were KIA um, or, or died over in any any war that this country is for, they did not die for the flag. They died defending the Constitution, right? Yeah, I see so, what you're saying. You, you, th- those- that's, that's what they took an oath to defend and give their life for, the Constitution, not the flag. So when people bring it up, the flag, it, it, it kind of irks me. Because it's, it's, it's also funny, having been on the military base, when, when it's time for us to give honors to the flag at 1700, right? How many military members make that mad dash, for the gate. right? For the for the gate, I've done it. I've seen people do it. Mm-hmm. I know a lot. I've, I know a lot of people that have done it. Or they instead of us going out, you know, to our Thank car, we sit in our sit in our office while the while the flag, uh, you know, while they're while they're running their to the flag. Yep. Exactly. So yep. that well, they, people, they, a lot of people don't even know that that's a thing, though. You know. They they don't right and it's that's so that's why that's why you get a lot of it's con you you have some who are you know like Mar- I think Martin Luther King uh, said this you, know, you have those who are conscientious you have conscientious stupidity uh, sincere ignorance and conscientious stupidity right mm-hmm. I, I think there are some people who are you know sincerely ignorant and they just they don't just, they just don't know they just automatically assume that the flag the military the anthem you know it's, you, they all go hand in hand right because I mean think about this country is a, a nationalistic country. We, we're very nationalistic. Um, okay, so what about? So I and I, I I know that it sounds like you're really passionate about this, my dude. I, I am. Uh, I so am, what do I you am. think about the football players protesting? Because the the football players that took a knee, um, that was in response of what Trump said. So what do you think about the people who did it in a in a response to Trump, not really to support? Um, and I think that's really why the narrative started to change is because they weren't doing it for the same reason that Colin did it. No, they weren't. And I, I and for all of those NFL, all those players who, um, who took a knee last Sunday, I call bullshit. Yeah, it means nothing to me. I would. Yeah, say it, it meant it meant it meant absolutely nothing. Like did I did I yeah like seeing it? That yeah, was cool. And then I realized like after I after I saw it. I was like, oh, wow, this is crazy. Like, everybody's going to take a knee. And then I stepped back a second, and I like I realized that, wait, y'all not taking a knee uh, in protest to police brutality and, and mm-hmm. to advocate for police reform. Y'all taking a knee because this dude with money told y'all what the you fuck can. to do. Yep. All right? These these owners, I, I, and I got this, I was listening to Shannon Sharp, Undisputed, and she, I think Shannon Sharp made a great point. These owners came out and locked arms with their players, right? Because mm-hmm. they are powerful billionaires, and powerful billionaires don't be don't like being told what to do by other people with money. 
And I was like, you know what? That that makes sense. They don't give a fuck about police brutality. They don't give a fuck about uh, police reform. Seven of those owners gave Donald Trump money. It's not that they 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 gave a fuck about what the real issue was. They gave a fuck about the fact that Donald Trump's not going to tell me what to do with my team or what players I can uh, hire and fire or how I run my organization. That's what they were fucking taking a stand against. And the right. players that took a knee were taking a stand against the fact that the president came at them the directly. players, them yep. directly, calling them sons of bitches. All right, mm-hmm. which is why that last week's protest kissed my ass. Every last one of y'all kissed my ass. Mm-hmm. Ray Lewis, who who is one of my favorite fucking players of all he, time, he was his, taking the to pray. His fucking coon ass can kiss my ass. <laughs> I, t- I I got I wasn't protesting. I was fucking <laughs> kneeling to pray. To Get pray. the fuck out of here, yeah. man. He locked you, arms to pray. It's stupid. I, I dropped down to pray. It's stupid, man. And it like, really frustrates me. Because... Like he wasn't almost a fucking uh, a fucking statistic of the criminal justice system. Right. That, Get the fuck out of here, man. I think that's what frustrates me so much about it is like, you know, we have all these team owners and, and the, you know, the NFL made a, a statement endorsing their players and letting them protest. But, okay, the elephant in the room is that if all of you guys support protesting... Why is Colin Kaepernick not signed? Give my man a job. Point blank period. That don't make sense. It doesn't make sense because you can't. Before, if you call a spade a spade, if you said, I'm not going to hire him because I'm a racist and I don't like that he's protesting, then I'm with that. Okay? So you said that and now I know where you stand and now I'm not watching. But like, now that you're saying, no, it's okay for them to protest. They can do whatever they want. Okay, so why is he not signed? It's not based off his you know, athleticism or his statistics because, I mean, my man was putting up points. So, like, what are we talking about? Like, I don't I don't understand what's happening. Um, and I think that because all these people took a knee and they protest last week or they locked arms in solidarity um, last week, I think that uh, we lost sight of the goal here. We lost sight of what the purpose is, and I think that that's, the, that's their point. I think that, again... Um, I was talking to some other people about this other day. I said, you know, I hate to say it, but you know, white America's won again. No, <laughs> I, I don't. Again. I don't think so. I like. I, I'm gonna bring. A, I'm gonna play another clip, right? Of my man Bernie Sanders. Let, take take a listen hey, to what he said. Clips. What's going on? Let's talk about why players are doing what they're doing, and that is that we have a real crisis in criminal justice in this country. The United States of America has more people in jail than any other major country on earth. Uh, we have communities now where kids are being picked up uh, for smoking marijuana, getting police records, which makes it difficult for them to get the jobs that they need. So I think what the players are talking about is the need for criminal justice reform, the need for police department reform. For the people that were actually following Colin Kaepernick's protest, I don't think that we're going to lose sight of what this is about. And I think that they tried to change the narrative, mm-hmm. um, but... I, I don't I don't think this narrative goes the, the original narrative um, of protesting injustices goes away. I don't think it goes away. I think um, it, but I think it has now because that's the conversation. The conversation is about people disrespecting the flag, you know, being disrespectful to our troops and, and so on and so forth. But and so I think that the whole conversation has changed, um, and I think that it's stupid because everyone's weighing in one way or another about how it's disrespectful. But what I don't understand is. Why do we play the national anthem before sporting events? I, I don't know. I don't answer because <laughs> I don't. I don't, know. I don't, I don't know. understand. I was listening. Shout out to the Thick Podcast, but I was listening to them, and I had never actually thought about that myself. But they were saying that you know it sounds very communistic. Like, why do we play it before every sporting event? Oh, but right, it really has nothing to do with the sporting event. Right, that's, na- that's nationalism. I mean, like I said, the, the nationalism. I don't get it. We are get America, it. right? America has always been about, you know, we're America. We're great. We're good. We're awesome. Like our flag, America. Fuck yeah! Like, but you know, what's anything- crazy about that is that's disrespectful for us to be so gun ho about America and the flag. We we disrespect the flag pretty much every day. Anyone that wears flag clothing, that's disrespectful against the flag. You can't do that. Flag print yes. clothing. Um, the flag should never be carried flat. Yes. So any sporting events where they pull it out and have a little band and they think that's cool, that's disrespecting the flag. 
drawing on the flag is disrespectful. Um, you know when they make those paper Fourth of July when they make the paper plates and the paper uh, and the napkins with the flag print on it. Yeah. Disposing of that is disrespectful to the flag. Even printing it on those items is disrespectful to the flag. Um, and then using the flag as an advertisement, that's disrespect. So we, we disrespect the flag in multiple ways all the time, but no one says anything about that. But then someone knee, kneels during the national anthem, which I don't know how we, the, the gap, how we jump to, if I kneel during the national anthem, I'm disrespecting the flag. I don't know how that happened. Um, but that's that's the argument that people are making, especially things like Fox News and, you know, so I think that it's changed the narrative now that people don't even really remember that Colin Kaepernick did it for police brutality, fighting against police brutality and police reform. But if he would come out and make a statement, I don't know if he did or not. You know, I'm not hip. Black Twitter's probably going to tell me. But um, I, I think he should come out and make a statement saying, like, hey, let's not lose sight of what this is about, you know. And, I, and I'm with you and I agree with you that, you know, all those black players that decided to take a knee when the president attacked them directly – you know, it doesn't mean shit to me because you, when another black player needed you, you you were silent. You know what I'm saying? You didn't do anything. You didn't say anything. You were just like, oh, what what? Michael Vick said, you just need to cut your hair, not cut be so loud. <laughs> you need to. And some other players said that he needs to. You need to just donate in private. Don't make it a the, public. I thing. think it was Lashawn Lashawn McCoy. Was that was Lashawn McCoy? Uh, uh, Bills who used to play used to play for the Eagles. Right, right, um, right. So I think I that was Lashawn like, McCoy that said that, though. So where were they at then? You know, where was all this outrage then? And where you know, were the funny? Pittsburgh Steelers yes. sitting in their locker room then? Like, and that was a that on? was a pansy ass move as well. And that was, was like that was the most political correct thing. Uh, it was like you know what we what we're gonna do. And I like I listened to the clip of uh, Mike Tomlin afterwards, and he was like, you know, it's, we're a team, we're unified. So instead of even you know, going out there and having some people stand, having some people kneel, we're just going to stay back as a team. So we don't have to deal with it at all. Nobody can say anything yep. about it, right? Mm-hmm. And, and of course, they got fucking ripped for that shit. Like, so now, not even being outside for the National Anthem is a problem. It's disrespectful. It's disrespectful. Hey, like, but God. did you hear... So it was an interesting article I read the other day. Um, and if I can remember after this recording, I'll post it on Facebook and Instagram, but... Um, or and Twitter. They said that originally football players did not... They didn't even come outside for the national anthem. Um, it was a business deal that made them start to come out for the national anthem. They could make more money if the players were seen on the field, um, and it made more people tune in, so on and so forth. So that's why the players come out now. But originally, um, and I want to say it's very recent that they've started to come out. Um, originally, they weren't out for the national anthem. That would surprise me. Um, <laughs> that would surprise me because the NFL, everything is about fucking money. Uh, right, like at the end of the day, the NFL is a business. Dog. Like it's, everything's about money. The, the NFL, um, the military pays the NFL to to honor vets. Like it's not even the, like, the NFL doesn't even give a fuck about um, veterans for real, for real. Because you have to have the Department of Defense to pay the NFL to do like uh, military appreciation day and military appreciation games. The Department of Fit of defense actually pays the nfl Fam. to honor to honor vets and to Found honor it. soldiers and to honor uh Found service it. members 2009 in 2009 the nfl players started to come out on the sidelines for the national anthem because the pentagon pays them to oh what the, <laughs> what the fuck did i say man <laughs> Yeah, man, you you was spot on. You was spot on, my man. You was spot what on. What the, the fuck did I say, man? <laughs> That's crazy, dog. Uh, like it's it's ridiculous, and, it, and it's funny because I just I read an article this morning. John McCain uh, is going to introduce a bill to where the Department of Defense stops 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 paying um, sports leagues uh, to for any type of advertising or or um, you know events and or honoring soldiers or or honoring vets like they're gonna he's gonna introduce a bill um that ceases the department of defense funding those type of those type of things that's but yeah man and it, like i told you it, it was in an attempt i honestly believe that it was in an attempt to create that like to for nationalism right talk about america being great everybody honored the flag the flag is great um 
you know, this country is great, we, we love our country type stuff. That, that's what it's all about. It's, and it, it's, it's interesting, bro. It's, it's definitely interesting. It's interesting. You know what's really interesting, though? What's that? Is how many people got upset when the NFL did that last week. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Mm, I think we call that, what is it, the white tears? The white tears. Oh, my God. Watching watching these grown-ass men throw temper tantrums and burn season tickets, you fucking idiot. Burn season tickets. Burn jerseys. Burn all types of paraphernalia just because the NFL <laughs> decided to, you know, be in solidarity and, and they disrespected the flag. Watching, watching that was probably the highlight of my week. I watched so many videos of people crying and fucking whining and boohoo oh you want to disrespect america you want to disrespect the troops and disrespect the flag i'll never be a broncos fan again or i'll never be a raiders fan again like burning fucking jerseys i'm like nigga really is most of the people that were saying that they're not even soldiers it's crazy how so many people who've never served and never committed their life to that say what is disrespectful to the troops and what's not it, it is interesting. <laughs> what? And then you make this big spectacle about how you're burning the tickets and you're burning the jersey. The <laughs> NFL already has your money. Like, what do you, you didn't you didn't win just now? Like, <laughs> you paid for that. Uh, now your ticket. Now your seats are gonna be empty for the season. Okay, but they you still pay for them. They, I don't care. You don't gotta show up. We just oh won't. That game won't be live. Okay, whatever. <laughs> like, bro, what? Man, I don't know, but that's, it's funny on how that's what outrages them. Yeah. Blacks are getting killed all the time. That doesn't bother them. No, that's fine. Players kneel during the national anthem, which most of y'all aren't even tuned into the game at that point. You're not even there. You're probably still tailgating at that point. Like, you're not even in the stands. You're mad that they're kneeling. And now you just you're upset. You know what's so. also really like hilarious to me is when I mm-hmm. watch, uh, like when I watched games, right, or even when I like go. How many people aren't even like do you're supposed to when the national anthem is played? All right, right. The the um, what you're supposed to do is put your hand over your heart, remove yep. your hat, right? Yep. How many people do dumb shit like leave their hats on, don't put their mm-hmm. hand over their heart? Or you got people recording, like taking yep. videos of what's going on and things like that. But those are the same people who are upset that a player um, kneels uh, during the national anthem. Mm-hmm. And it, it's it's funny. It's hypocritical. Um, it's incredibly hypocritical, and it's it's just it's. Now that it's I think funny about to it, watch. maybe it's they they feel like it's disrespectful to the flags because you're supposed to stand in the presence of the flag. Could that be it? No, it's it's disrespectful because you're a black man protesting racism <laughs> in America. That's why it's disrespectful. They're not the, the the flag is a dog whistle for Negro. Shut up. Yeah, but you know what's crazy is like they want, um, they want players to not do that. Um, but at that same token, because so many people say they want politics to stay out of sports, so that's what makes them so upset about it. Um, but the, has always been in sports. Always. And I think that it is important for players to use their platform because that's where we're going to get the most awareness. Exactly. That's just a, that's a that's a fact. Politics has always been in sports. Sports is all politics has always been in sports. Speaking look of politics the way we and use, sports. Look at the way we used back in the 80s when the Olympic teams used to go uh, and play other countries like that. That was politics. Look at uh, when when the, uh, the I think it was Jesse Owens went to. The Olympics in, in 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 Berlin, Germany, right back at during World War uh, before World yep. War Two, like mm-hmm. that's politics and sports. Politics is always in how sports crazy they have that always Muhammad going hand Al- in hand. How Manabalai was beating everybody's ass and then he got drafted. What a coincidence! <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it, you know. But you know what? What's also interesting about politics and sports is. Every time a team wins the Super Bowl or they win... Where do they go? Uh, they go to the White House. Well, Unless you're the Golden State Warriors and you get uninvited. 
Well, they got uninvited because so many of them were like, eh, they weren't know. going anywhere. Actually, but <laughs> actually, it's Steph's fault because Steph was on the fence about going. He was, he was, he because he didn't want Lil Ryan to look at him sideways. He hesitated. That's what it, he hesitated. So he got the whole team's offer withdrawn. Yeah, withdrawn. Hey, but you yeah. know what? It didn't even stop there. It didn't even stop there. Cause guess what happened next? This is hot off the press. The NBA commissioner sent a memo out to all the team owners and players that said that he expects them to stand for the national anthem um, and that if they wanted to do something for the first game, that they can do something that shows unifi- unification um, and pride, but kneeling is not acceptable. Um, so, And that's Adam- interesting with 82% of the NBA being black. That's what he said. But here, here's the thing. So, Adam, I, I, I've got mixed feelings about this, right? Okay. Um, understanding understanding the dynamic. Adam Silver is watching what's going on with the NFL. And yep. the, NFL, the NFL is losing a lot of money for, from both sides, from people who are upset that um, Colin Kaepernick knelt, kneeled and, and that uh, players are kneeling during the National Anthem. And they're losing viewers from people who are uh, upset that Colin Kaepernick doesn't have a job, like myself, uh, protesting because... You know they blackball Colin Kaepernick. So I think Adam Silver is watching what's going on in the NFL, and he's he's trying to come up with the best way um, to allow his players to speak out on social issues, which he he has encouraged time and time again, right? But at the mm-hmm. same time, protect, protect his business because what he doesn't want is a mass withdrawal of fans due to uh, a, a, a controversy like the national anthem. Um, so I'm kind of I'm. I'm on the fence with this one, uh, and I, 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 I think I, it'll so take the first like, game for me to see how, like, how this plays out, uh, because I, I don't, I don't think that. So you're saying, like, as a business, you understand why he's doing that? I do. As a, as a business, I understand why he's doing it. And then, but what, what he said was there aren't, um, there are not any consequences in place for people who kneel during the national anthem. Yep. But what he what he said was, do so at your own risk. Understand that there may be consequences that come with that. And I think mm-hmm. that like when we talk about and I had this conversation with my students a couple days ago, right? When you're fighting for equality, right? When you're when you're in the fight for social justice, right? Yep. It comes with a sacrifice. There's always a sacrifice. Uh, for Colin Kaepernick, he sacrificed his job and millions of dollars to stand up and speak out on something that was was important to him. We look at leaders like Martin Luther King and Malcolm X. When, when they were fighting for equality, when they were fighting for justice for African Americans during the civil rights movement, they sacrificed their life, right? Yeah. So when you're speaking up and you're standing up for equality um, and social issues, there's always gonna be sacrifice, right? So I kinda just wanna piggyback on that is that I believe there's three types of people when you're fighting for equality. There's the Martin Luther Kings that's going to do it through peaceful matters. There's the Malcolm X that are willing to be violent about it. And then there's the people that are willing to finance it but don't want their face on it. Um, because for whatever reason, you know, they're not willing to die for it. You know, they feel like wherever they're at is fine, but it could be a little bit better, um, so on and so forth. So Malcolm X and Martin Luther King could not exist without that silent majority continuing to fund them you know the bus boycotts you marching a million people to dc like those things do not happen without these people giving them money you know um and so that was what wasn't really important about that but all three things have to exist so i don't really fault the celebrities that not select well yeah i guess the celebrities and athletes who you know they're not willing to die for it they're not they're willing to fund it they're willing to you know throw a couple million here a couple million there to help the Black Lives Matter, you know, get out on these streets, the uh, Antifa, whether you like them or not, get out in these streets and do what they've got to do because they're willing to put their lives on the line for it. Um, and it's always the people that got nothing to lose that are willing to go out there and do it. Um, and I applaud those people because that's where we're really making the progress, right? Um, so I think that this time right now is a, is a true testament um, I heard someone ask me, do you think that that's like, it's a, it's your black test, whether it's a measurement of what, how black you are. Um, I don't think it's that, but I think it is a measurement of 
how important is the equality of your race to you? Yeah, man. That's at the end of the day. Like that's that's what it's all about. Like, what's it? What are you? What are you willing to sacrifice? Is the question that you like? If if in order to achieve justice, what are you willing to sacrifice? What are you willing to put on the line? Right? Because there, there's mm-hmm. got there's something you got to put something on the line. In order to get, you gotta give. What are you willing to give up in order to get what you want? Um, and I, like, I think that's the some for some people it's nothing. For others, it's everything. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think it'll be I, I think it'll be interesting to see uh, what <clears throat> comes uh, of some of these players that um, protested. In the NFL, and then I'm interested to see what some of the players in the NBA, what they do on that first game mm-hmm. uh, after getting this memo from from the commissioner. So, I don't know, man. I'd kneel, bro. Matter of fact, I'd sit in my chair. You know, if I was LeBron. So somebody I'd asked pull a me, chair half court what? and I'd sit down. One of my <laughs> students asked me if I'd kneel, right? Yeah. Or if mm-hmm. I'd sit during the national anthem. Uh, and I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, but you were in the military. I'm like. Yeah, I get that. I was, but as before, I was a um, you know member of the military. I was a I was a black man. Yep. And while I was a military before, member of the military, while, I was a black man. while I was in the military, I was always a black man. Yep. You know, and like these are issues that you know to me, they're they are um, they are uh, I think they're important, mm. right? So, um, so okay. Interesting. Interesting, interesting. See how well, things will turn out. Like always, um, I want to keep the conversation going on social media. You feels me. But I promised y'all that we were making the square table short again. I promised. That was a promise that I made, and I want to stick to that it. That was actually, that was actually, I, I made, I said that. Make the All right, table well, we, well, we're doing it. So, what, okay. what, a, so we doing it. It's real now. It's real. So, we'll move on to... Dude. You have an unpopular opinion. An unpopular opinion. <laughs> um, before I get to the unpopular opinion, because I know y'all going to hate me after that. So after I say it, you're going to be like, oh, I'm not listening to you no more. You're going to turn it off. So I'm just going to throw this out there first. Hey, so um, a couple weeks ago, we said that we were going to do t-shirts. Right? That was a yeah. large undertaking. I did not realize how hard that actually is. <laughs> um, so, But I'm still committed. So what I'm going to do... Is I'm gonna post two or three. It depends on how I feel. Two or three T-shirt ideas on Instagram and Twitter, and have y'all vote on it. Does that feel like does that feel like a good idea? I think that's a good idea. I like it. And then we'll vote. Um, and then based off of how y'all vote, I mean, when you vote, tell me whether you you know you would get one or not, so I know how many to order the first time. You feel me? Because um, these ain't cheap. Uh, so yeah, so we'll, we'll do that. Alright, so now on to my unpopular opinion. <clears throat> uh, I want to say, first and foremost, congratulations to Cardi B for number one. On the billboard. billboard. Right? She is number one. Uh-huh. That's the first female Top to do 100. it in a long time. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But, are you, Bodak are you Yellow. I, are you about to say what I think you're about to say? Bodak Yellow is trash. <laughs> Period. Oh my the God. song is garbage. Every oh time God. I listen to it, it makes me mad. Oh like, I literally have to turn it off because it's so bad. But oh my God. the beat, what I think is happening is the beat is so good, and it's a song that y'all actually can understand the lyrics because a lot of this mumble rappers, you're confused. So now that you have two things that you like, a good beat and words you understand, and it's easy. It's like a, it's like a ABCs. It's, it's like a, a Sesame Street of rap. That y'all are down for it, but it's a trash song, okay? It's trash. It, it's not something that I'll ever remember after this year, and that's okay. I'm not saying she's a bad artist because I heard her on uh, Instagram Live, and she was going off. And she was ripping it. She, she was, was ripping, ripping it. it. I, so I think that she legitimately, because when Bodak Yellow first came out, I was like, look, she's trash. Nikki would eat her up. I take that back. I'm, I've, I'm completely removing that off the plate. I think that she probably could body Nikki at this point. Hey man, don't create. They not. We not creating a beef between the I two. I mean, they, they it, there's always beef. If you're a rapper, there's always beef. You ain't got no friends. 
<laughs> How you trying to be number one and you got buddies? No, that's not a real thing. So, I think that she could do it. But, she gonna have to get away from these ABCs of rap, dog. Like, do y'all even listen to the lyrics? She got her teeth fixed. She pays her mama's bills. This is all in the same line. <laughs> Are y'all serious right now? <laughs> so that's, that's my unpopular opinion of the week, man. Uh, hey, her teeth look good, though. Bodak Yellow Trash, yeah. The only thing fake is her boots. These are all lines from her track, dog. This is all lines from Bodak Yellow. These are red bottoms. They're blood shoes. For real? The video, she got people painting. The he- it's trash. It's a trash song, dog. It's, I, look, I'm about to trigger somebody. It's almost as bad as Look What You Made Me Do by Taylor Swift. Fight me, bro. <laughs> Fight me, bro. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. And that, yeah, I, I think that's, uh, I think that's it, man. That's it. So, uh, if you guys want to talk to us, Shay Shay, where can they find you? Hey, y'all can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at Darren Deshay, right? At Darren Deshay, and and I'm on Facebook too. So yeah. So. That's- I'm about to, I think I'm gonna bring my Twitter back because I just be wanting to say ratchet shit, but I can't. Because it's from our, our yeah, I, it's from our handle. I right? be wanting to go off, fam. But what I want you all to do until my Twitter comes back up online, I want you guys to spam um, at skateboard Lee. Is it this, skateboard Lee or Royalty BC three 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 G R two D two? That's his Instagram. That's his Instagram. No, I want you guys to go on Twitter and spam skateboard Lee and tell him how much you guys are gonna miss him. Until we can get him back. Yeah. God, yeah, man. definitely definitely do that. Shout out shout out to Jay Lee, man. Let me I think we'll <sighs> shout we'll out to Jay Lee. Yo, it's your boy Darren Deshay from the Square Table. And if you haven't done so already, go ahead and subscribe to this podcast. And make sure you tell your mama and your mama friends to do the same. Make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram and like us on Facebook at the Square Table 3.0. Until next time, stay safe and stay focused. You're at the square table.